want to focus on just a couple of words that he spoke as he hung there that Good Friday so long ago. Jesus' words, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. You know, usually when we hear that, we focus on that great love that Jesus has for all people, that he could pray such words even as he hung on that cruel cross. And that's not wrong. As a matter of fact, it is right on. Jesus was praying for the forgiveness of those who put him there on that cross. Those who drove the, hand, the nails through his hands and feet. Those who mocked him even as he prayed for the, for, excuse me, as he prayed for them. Those whose hatred would not be satisfied until his dead body was laid in a grave. Father, forgive them. This is no small thing, as you well know. How hard forgiveness is, real forgiveness, when we've been wronged and for far lesser things than what Jesus was praying that day. We need to think deeply about those words and about how precious they are for us sinners yet today. Forgiveness is powerful, but that second part is where we need to focus. For they know not what they do. They know not what they do. As Jesus spoke those words, the people who put him on the cross certainly didn't know what they were doing, that the hands they were driving those nails through were the hands that created the entire universe. They didn't know that the feet they nailed to that cross were the same feet that walked in the Garden of Eden and will someday make all the earth its footstool. They did not understand. They didn't know that the head they crowned with thorns was the very head of the one who knows all things. They didn't know that in his death was their life. They didn't know. Which leads us to the question, do we know? Do we Maybe uh, that's the problem we need to talk about today. From Adam and Eve on down to you and me today, we think we know what we're doing, and therefore, and here's the key that we're going to wrestle with for a minute today, since we think we know what we're doing, then we think we know what God ought to be doing as well. Those who put Jesus on the cross thought they knew. They were getting rid of a troubling blasphemer who, if they let him go on, would lead to all kinds of trouble from the Roman government in that land in which they lived. And they thought they knew what God should be doing. If Jesus really is the Son of God, well then, he should come down from that cross, jump on down and take up his throne in Jerusalem and rule like he should be ruling. Even those who believed in Jesus thought they knew, but even though he was the Son of God in human flesh, they were probably wondering, how can this be? 
crucifixion? Really, does God know what he is doing? That's a question that has crossed the minds of God's people for ages past and still today. How often it seems to us that he doesn't know what he's doing. We heard it again from the prophet Malachi today. People were saying, we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. Now why isn't God doing what he's supposed to be doing? He told us to repent of our sins and sacrifice, but what is that getting us? The arrogant and the evil are the ones who are prospering. They put God to the test with their evil, and they seem to be getting away with it. Nothing happens to them. Does God really know what he's doing? Because after all, we know what God should be doing, right? He should be blessing us. He should be giving to us. He should be making our lives easier and punishing those bad people. Does God know what he's doing? Evil keeps advancing. We keep struggling with all kinds of challenges in our lives. Evil is advancing. We're struggling. Does God really know what he's doing? Maybe Jesus was right. Maybe it's we who don't know what we're doing. Think about it for a second. How often do things turn out very differently than what we might have expected them to be? How often does not it turn out that what we thought would be really good turns out to be pretty horrible? Or how often doesn't doing something that we thought is going to hurt actually help? How often have we thought we had the right plan and then everything changes and our plan goes crazy bad? And likewise, how often doesn't something we dread finally in the end turn out for our good? The truth is there's a lot more going on than meets the eye. God tells his people through the prophet Malachi, the day is coming. Then you will see what you do not see now. Trouble is, we want to see it now. We want to see all of it. We want to see God punish those evildoers. Uh, but wait, if he does that, then that would be all evildoers? And then what's going to happen to us? We hurt others. We lie about things, small and great. We lust after others and their stuff. We doubt and disbelieve all too easily. We rebel and do not love God with all of our heart and mind and soul and strength all of the time. Uh-oh. Yeah, there's a lot more going on than meets the eye. The Bible teaches us that Jesus is the creator of all things visible and invisible, as we say in the creed. Well, you know what? There's a lot more invisible than we can even comprehend. All that God is doing, it's kind of like an iceberg. He's shown us a little bit, that part that floats on the top, but the 
vast majority of the iceberg, it's under the water. You can't see it. Ask the folks that were on the Titanic. Yeah, that hidden part beneath the surface. We all know what God is doing, how He is working, what He is up to in the world, in our neighbor, in each one of us. We all know, or do we? You see, there's more going on than meets the eye. And that is especially true at the cross of Christ. Contrary to what the eye can see, Jesus is not a criminal. He has done nothing wrong. This is the very Son of God, pure and perfect from beginning to end. He is the Lamb of God, the atonement for the sin of the world, including yours and mine, even though it looks about as far from such divine realities as you could possibly imagine. But God knows what he's doing. The day is coming when his gracious will will be absolutely clear to all. The disciples first saw it three days after the cross when Joseph, Jesus rose from the, the dead. At the cross, all looked lost. But after the cross, triumph and joy were revealed. The beginning of the iceberg rose. And so also for us, on the last day, it will be seen, but not before. Now in this before time, we have words, we have promises, and we have faith. Spirit-worked, God-given faith. Then it will be clearly seen. Now, we say with the criminal hanging next to Jesus, Lord, remember me in my sad state. Remember me when you come into your kingdom. And he does. For we know that even though the tree of cross looks like defeat, it actually restores us to paradise. The cross was not the end. Jesus is now risen and ruling all things for us and our salvation. Now Jesus remembers us with forgiveness and works all things for our eternal good. And that includes the good that we enjoy right now. Just as he did to the thief next to him, Jesus tells us, today you will be with me in paradise. Every time someone is baptized, Jesus is saying, you will be with me in paradise. Every time our ears hear those words of forgiveness or read them in the Scriptures or speak them to someone else, Jesus is saying, you will be with me in paradise. Every time we gather at this altar and receive the body and blood of Christ, He is saying, you will be with me in paradise. And when your last day comes, Jesus comes to you and says, yes, today you will be with me in paradise. For just as Jesus died your death, so too you will awaken and arise with him in eternal joy. Well, when is that today for you? I don't know. I don't have that kind of knowledge. How will it come for you? I don't know that either. I don't know that about myself. 
Maybe it will come in a peaceful way. Maybe it won't. Maybe it will be a difficult and disastrous way that it will come. But however it comes for you, it will be a day of joy when you are, as Paul wrote to the Colossians, delivered from the domain of darkness and transferred into the kingdom of his beloved Son in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. It's real. It's true. You have this forgiveness. And you already thus have the kingdom. Even though you can't see it now, you can't see it all, you can see the gospel. And until that grand and glorious day, hang on to this truth. God really does know what He's doing. He's promised to work for our good, so wait for it. And as you wait, remember those precious words, Father, forgive them. Those words Jesus spoke from the cross are for you and me to take to heart from begin the beginning of our life to the very last day. Then on that grand final day, the one who would not come down from the cross will pull you up from the grave and will say, welcome home, my child. Welcome to paradise. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.